Yo, what's going on, everybody? It is 1 p.m. here in Chicago, Illinois. It means it's time for another live stream. Today is Friday, October 15th, 2021. We are halfway through the month, but we've made it to the end of the week, guys. It is Friday. Congratulations. You made it. Ah, it was a fast week, I feel like. I mean, there was a lot that happened last weekend. We had a day off, and uh, so we had a short week for most of us here, so um we're already to friday feeling good feeling good getting into the weekend uh hopefully you guys are doing well in podcast land listening on the audio only version hopefully you have a good commute home or you're having a nice run out there today the weather was great for running a little bit on the humid side but it was chilly so like balanced out i guess it was weird because by the time i was done with my run like i was dripping with sweat and i had like some sweat pooled like in the bottom of my shoes but you know at least it was cool out there, so it wasn't too bad. Um, hopefully, you guys are having some good running conditions out there, too. And for everyone watching on YouTube later but not live, welcome to you guys as well. Hope you're doing, having a good night and um, got a nice recovery beverage. I've got my afternoon coffee today. No uh, protein shake, no protein powder in the coffee today, just coffee. And that's the way I like my coffee. So, All right. Uh, let's see who we got in the chat, everybody. We got uh, Jutaro Kujo says, happy Friday with a wave emoji. Awesome. Daniel M says, just saw Mary Kane's lawsuit against Nike and Salazar seeking $20 million in damages. That's a lot of damages. I haven't heard anything about that. So I think someone mentioned that. Did someone mention that yesterday? I thought I saw that there was a lawsuit. I'm not familiar with it. I haven't. It hasn't popped up on my news feed, but I feel like a lot of people's news feeds are pretty kind of like backlogged with like Chicago Marathon stuff, Boston Marathon stuff. So maybe that news will start surfacing a little bit more. I'll have to look into that. Uh, Frank says, do you write out your training plan with a calendar? So you have like November 14 to 22 miles or just plan a general strategy, like more long runs before the race and see where they fit in week to week. Um, I think it's probably it starts out with a calendar. So it says like November, I want to have like this many miles, but I also tweak it as I go. And it's been weird basically this entire year because I'm training kind of like six to eight weeks at a time. So I've not really had any regular training blocks. So every new training block is like, first I got to figure out how quickly I can recover from the last thing I did. And now how do I adjust based on the training for the last thing to this new thing? And so like there's been a, a lot of tweaking and just kind of like rolling with, you know, I've got fitness. Um, I've been staying in shape, make sure I'm not like burning myself out, making sure I'm still enjoying all the workouts and the long runs. And as long as that's kind of happening, I feel like, you know, I'm in pretty good shape. I've been like thinking about how I want to attack the next seven weeks. Um, and I think it's going to be a lot of longer runs, a lot of marathon pace, maybe some half marathon pace, still have some threshold workouts in there too. But, um, Bigger, longer workouts, fewer quality sessions a week. That's kind of going to be like the overall game plan. Um, but like there'll be a very, very loose structure um, kind of like, you know, based on a lot of the things that are coming up on the calendar as well. So like going to New York, I know I'm going to probably run around a lot trying to follow the race, um, but I'm not going to. So I'm going to but I'm not going to really count it as a workout. So like that week's long run will probably happen before I leave for New York. So like, you know, lots of shifting and stuff for, uh, that needs to happen. So it's going to be pretty flexible. So yeah, kind of the, the, the short answer, I guess, is I'm winging it for the most part, you know, with some, with some structure. <laughs> Trevor Holtzman says happy. Hey, all happy Friday. What's going on, Trevor? Regan Dugans here says, hi, everyone. And Greg says, 
When I hear Coast say, yo, what's going on? I know it's going to be a good second half of the day. Awesome. Very cool. By the way, guys, Greg is uh, going to be on the mic at the race tomorrow at the Lublon 5K. So if you guys are in the area, come say hi. I did like a little bit of a mini workout today. So tomorrow I think is going to be maybe a long warm-up for me. I'll try to get there a little early, do a long warm-up, and then, you know, run, you know, maybe like marathon pace miles, maybe. Um so like seven minute miles or something like that, maybe a little bit slower, um, but who knows for the 5k, but we'll be out there. We'll having fun. I'll hang around for a little bit afterwards as well. So if you guys are in the area, hopefully I get to see you. Steve says, yo, what's going on? Happy Friday. Look at those bunnies. The two bunnies in the picture there. I love it. And uh, Stevie 76 says, yo, what's going on? Andrew Bostic. What's going on, sir? He says, yo, finally can tune in. I'm out of school because allergies flared up. Well, I'm sorry to hear that your allergies flared up, but, you know, at least there is a plus side. Good to see you again. All right. I'm going to scroll down to catch up with you guys in some uh, some real time with the chat. Uh, Matt Legrand says, yo, Co, what's going on? Dave Dillian is live streaming and said he got an alert. Oh, Co is live streaming. Don't cross the streams. <laughs> that's so funny. Uh, that's so funny. <laughs> Amazing. Um Remy Vero says, back in the office, catching the stream. What did I miss? Good to see you. Remy had a really great Boston Marathon video this week. I don't know if you guys saw it. Speaking of Matt LeGram, Matt LeGram makes a cameo. Um, so that was really cool to see as well. But I really enjoyed that video. I, I got really fired up watching it, especially that one guy, Remy, that, like, stopped in the middle of, like, mile 20, like 26.1 or so, or maybe it's, like, 25.9 right where you were like stops and just like got the crowd like really fired up that guy was awesome that guy was super awesome you guys should go check out that video um john soa says maybe you answered it somewhere but what is your race schedule in 2022 i have no idea i don't think i'm signed up for a single thing in, in 2022 a lot of it's going to depend i mean i mean i don't think any of the lotteries that i signed up for are going to work i just have a feeling so i put my name in for the london lottery i put my name in for the berlin lottery i don't think i'm going to get it but, um, you know, I'd love to be able to do a uh, trip to uh, the UK at some point. But I don't, I don't know if that's going to happen in 2022. I feel like I need to make it happen in 2022. So we'll have to see. Lots to think about. Um, I just don't know. I don't, I, yeah, I don't think I have a single thing I'm signed up for in 2022. Mm, I mean, I'll probably, I mean... I'm gonna run the Chicago Marathon. I think I think I got a good for age time. I don't. I think the times that they list on the website now are what's gonna be for 2022. So I I fall in under that. Uh, I think it would be my fifth. But I think you have to have run already five to auto and get the auto entry. So like after this next one, then doesn't matter what times I run. I can always kind of keep running the Chicago Marathon. I think. So that's kind of like the only like big thing I've got on the calendar. But other than that, I don't know. It'll kind of just, we'll have to see where things go. Um, Ray Sellers, Happy Jogger says, hello, co and the gang, running a local 10K tomorrow and attending the expo. Loads of fun. Awesome. That's so cool. Uh, Vincent Vineyard says, when fasting, do you burn muscle or fat first? You know, I'm not really sure, to be honest with you. I would want to say fat, but yeah, I'm not sure. Star Alamparo says, hi from Manila. Well, welcome. Are you scheduling a meetup run in New York City? Yes. Yes. So I've got a couple of details I need to figure out. I also, um, you know, want to make sure that I'm not accidentally scheduling it like on the New York 5K because there's a five, just like Chicago, there's a 5K the day before. I think Boston has one as well. There's a 5K the day before and like, 
I think it ends in Central Park. So I'm thinking, well, I wanted to do it in Central Park, but maybe that won't work that well. So I'm not really sure how that's going to go. But yeah, uh, we got. I know it's really soon. So I got to figure out some of those details right away. But, you know, um, I booked my flights yesterday or the day before that. I did make a quick, quick change to that. Um, so I'm going to get in a little bit earlier. Um, I'm trying, I'm trying to get into a press event. So I did make my, um, change my flight to see if I can get in there. So I, I don't, I don't know. I feel like if I go to a press event, I'm going to ask a, like a, a goofy question and people are going to be like, who's wasting these pro athletes time. And everyone's going to like be mad at me, but I feel like I'm asking the questions that everyone wants to know the answers to, you know, <laughs> like is Rory chatty on the long run? I want to know if Rory Linkletter is a chatty guy. I feel like he is. I want to run long runs with Rory Linkletter. I mean, I couldn't keep up, but you know, I want to run long runs with Rory. I think he'd be fun to run with. <laughs> All right. Plant power. Where I go. Plant powered runner says, what's up guys. Happy Friday. Spence Ohm says, hello. Uh, Ron Tommy says he's running a parent slash coaches 3K cost crusher race tomorrow after the kids race. Cool. Sit and kick or crush these guys from the gun. I would say sit and you got to sit and kick. I mean, I don't know. I've never been in a race where I have like that option laid out for me. But I feel like a sit and kick is probably better because then, you know, the other people will feel more involved in the race for longer. Yeah, I think that's a good way to go. <laughs> and it's just coming in from a run with Pip. Awesome. That's cool. Um, yeah, John Sowell says it's going to be a quick turnaround with CIM, but come join us in the Houston Marathon. Uh, I don't know. So what I'm hoping is, uh, this is why January is like a really big question mark for me is, um, I think by then my kids will be fully vaccinated. So we're probably going to go on some sort of trip. So like, I don't know, uh, I don't want to plan any races cause I want to like leave that open for like whenever that works for our family calendar. And then if there happens to be a race, like the weekend that we're there, you know, then maybe I'll do that. Um, the other thing is like, usually over the holidays, I go to my sister's house, uh, for new year's, but we're thinking that we might want to go once, since all the kids will be vaccinated, hopefully by then is go somewhere warm for, for that. And so, you know, who knows where that'll be. Um, I did just get an email yesterday saying that the USATF Masters 5K Championships. I don't know why they call them championships, just because they should just call it the Masters 5K. Because it's not like there's regionals that you have to qualify to get there. But like the same thing with like the, the track ch championships. But the 5K Championships is in San Diego, January 8th. So I'm like, hmm, I, there's no chance that I'll win or place. But that would be a fun race to do. I think I'm going to try and do some more of these USATF Masters events. Terry says, London, there's a 3% chance, and he's not holding his breath again. How do you know? How do people know these numbers? Like, I was watching, did you guys watch yesterday Ben Park's video? Ben Park's put on a video, and he was like, you know, if you put your name in the lottery, you have, like, this percentage. Like, how do you find those numbers? I'm sure, like, if you dig deep into, like, the website for each of the marathon majors, they tell you that. But I, I'm like, I don't, I don't know where he's getting that number. Jackie Mai says, when you're in New York, do a, do a meet at Prospect Park and not Central Park. Central Park is just too chaotic. Um, I'll, think, I'll think about that for sure because um, uh, just like doing stuff, I feel like, in Manhattan can, can get tough. But I also feel like isn't, I, I, I kind of want to do it. I don't know where like the expo is and stuff. So I probably kind of want to do it in a place that's easy for people who have traveled into town 
to be able to get there. But I'm also thinking like, well, should we do it? I mean, maybe we'll do a point to point. I like, you know, I feel like, well, I think that you'll, people running the marathon are going to run over plenty of bridges. So it's not like, you know, I got to take them over a bridge. So uh, we'll have to see. I have to think about that. I I am taking um, kind of like recommendations uh, on locations. So like, you know, if it was up to me, I'd probably be like, oh, let's go on like the, what is that? Down by like the um, Chelsea Piers kind of area. That's where I would go. Like, because then you get to see the water and you could look at New Jersey. You know, I feel like that would be kind of fun because I don't want to take people through like the streets. You know, that's I think that would be a little bit harder. So, um that's what I would think. But then someone else was like, you got to do Central Park. And I was like, well, that is a good place to run. But I don't know. It's been it's been probably two years, since I, three years since I run in New York. So it's been a while. Vicente Lopez says, hey, Kafuzi, I messaged you a couple days ago regarding why did you use Metaspeed Sky instead of Nike ones? And some reviews told me that Nikes are better shoes. Yeah, I'm just not going to race in Nikes, though. So that's one thing. But number two, I also love the Metaspeed Sky. So that's like another thing. So I'm pretty sure I answered you. Uh, I think you put it to me a couple of times um, on Instagram and on YouTube. And I think I responded pretty similarly in all the other places too, that I think the Metaspeed Sky is great. So that's why. And his number says, Mike, come to Scotland and run with Pip. Did you guys see there was a John Oliver, like the last week tonight? Uh, is that the name of the show? Last week tonight, I think. He did something on Scotland um and potential uh independence and um he was like can you believe scotland picked as their national animal a unicorn and i was like i did know that i already knew that i totally already knew that um but yeah yeah i would love i would love to run with the dogs that'd be great uh, trevor holzman says i'll be legacy for chicago after next year they're counting 2020 if you were registered Oh, but I didn't run it. I didn't do like a virtual. Does that still count? Oh, I'm not sure. I might be legacy then. I don't think it. I'm not sure. I'm not sure how that works. But Matt Helm says he's going to apply for Chicago next year. Hope he gets it. He's never done a major. I, according to Ben Park's video, the easiest one to get into the lottery is Chicago. So like there's that. Um, although it sounds like New York has usually has the biggest total like group size like in terms of like number of bibs they'll hand out. So like, I I don't understand why that isn't the big one, but you know, Chicago and New York, those are really, really big events. DJ Madib also another vote for Prospect Park. Is this just Prospect Park Track Club in here? They infiltrated today? Is that what's going on? You know, I like the Prospect Park Track Club. Um, Yeah, Jason Dell said, being legacy for the Chicago Marathon is nice. It takes the stress away knowing you are guaranteed. Yeah, it sure does. It sure does. Uh, Andrew Bostic says, so I need speed shoes for tempos and track intervals. Any shoes that you would recommend? My current daily is the Nova Blast. So I think the um, Puma Liber, the, the the really thin one, the Liberate, that one I think would be a good one to pair with the Nova Blast. So when you are doing uh, track works um, or you're doing uh, fartlek work, I think that could be a good one for you. Because um, you got the Nova Blast for your longer days or if you're going to be on, on the pavement a lot. The other one that I think I would look at is something like the Kinvara. That'd be fun as well because it's low to the ground. Um, or, I mean, even a shoe like the Treyu Artist would work because I like that one. It's really low stack height in my mind. And the one that I got for my I, for my nephew, he runs high school cross country, is a Hyperion Tempo. 
So I feel like that one works. You can, I mean, you can use that on a lot of stuff, even your road workouts too. So that's another one that I would look at. Scott says, I'll see you in New York. Awesome. I'm, I'm you know, I got really nervous yesterday because I was looking at the course and I'm like, oh man, this is, I mean, I knew it was a point to point course and not a loop, but I'm like, how am I going to watch this race? I don't know. So I got to do some intel. I'm going to reach out to some people, figure out like, do I, do I do a city bike? Is there scooters? Is there like electric scooters in New York? Um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure. I'm going to try to figure out like what would be the part that might have the least amount of people so I can like at some point try and chase runners, not on the course, but along the side holding my GoPro, you know. So I got to try to figure out some of that stuff. But I feel like New York's jammed the whole way through. So I don't think that's going to really work all that well. Um, all right. Sean Devlin says he's running his first official marathon in 14 years on Sunday, Bay State in Lowell, Massachusetts. Wow. It's a long, that's a long hiatus. My long hiatus was seven years. So doubles mine. And he says, uh, Sean says, thanks to Co and the daily live stream for keeping me motivated through training. BQ or bust. All right, man. Well, good luck. You'll have to let us know how it goes on Monday. Come back and tell us, Sean. Good luck to you. Um, let's see. Rick said, got my COVID booster and flu shot yesterday. Yeah. You know, I just saw that today they're recommending Johnson & Johnson boosters for everyone 18 and over who's two months out from their first shot. And I'm like, whoa, that's really soon. So I guess I'm up for a booster. And I'm like, I got when should I get? I should probably get it before I go to New York. Probably now is a good time for me to get it. Um, cause I know it's probably going to knock me on my butt for a day or so. So I'm probably not going to, I'm going to tell you what guys, I'm probably not going to make a vaccine booster video. I get enough headaches from the comments in my original vaccine video, but I'm going to figure out when I got to get that. Uh, cause before I was like, you know, I don't care about the races. Just give me the shot as soon as I get the shot. Now I'm like, well, but I feel like I should get it sooner than later. I, I, I feel like for the other ones though, I feel like, aren't they still gra graduating it? Like if you're over 65, then like there's going to be another tier. So it's like not a lot of people's turns yet. I don't want to like take someone's turn, but as soon as I'm uh, ready to get it out, I'll, I'll get it, you know? Mm. Regan Dugan says, anyone know if there are qualifying times for the checkout half? Think about flying up from Louisiana for that next year. Uh, no, there's no qualifying. Uh, I mean, there's, there's two Chicago half marathons. So like we got to be clear on that first. There's like the, the Chicago half marathon that like the Chicago marathon puts on. They're trying to be more like, I think they're trying to do what New York Roadrunners does when they have like the nine plus one, like that weird math thing that they do, where if you like, go to a certain number of events in a time period and volunteer at one, then you can get an entry to New York. Um, so Chicago has the Shamrock Shuffle and then the marathon. And now they started, I think a couple of years ago, a half marathon in June, which is, you know, a decent time to run a half marathon in, in Chicago. That one, I don't think that there, I don't think that there's any qualifying time for that one. I just think it's, you know, first come first serve with registrations. Then there's the Chicago half that I did which is the Chicago half marathon that's existed for a lot longer. That's run by a different race organization and they're not, they're not connected. That one also doesn't, it's just a regular race. It's a pretty big one too. So they have a lot of bibs. Mm. Mm, let's see. 
Uh, Scott says, this summer we did a two-bridge run going over the Brooklyn Bridge and then back into Manhattan over the Manhattan Bridge. It was epic. I mean, I, it's just so nice that you could that, that um, New York has those bridges. And, um, yeah. Like, running over the Brooklyn Bridge is nice, but running the Manhattan Bridge where you can see... Wait, Brooklyn, Manhattan. Yeah, from the Manhattan Bridge, you could see the Brooklyn Bridge. So when you could see that, that's, I think, kind of nicer. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I've got the geography wrong on that. But I feel like the Manhattan Bridge is a steel structure that's, like, bluish color, right? I, I can never picture the Williamsburg Bridge in my mind. Brooklyn Bridge easily. Manhattan Bridge, yeah. It goes BMW for people that don't aren't familiar. Um, but yeah, I can't picture the Williamsburg Bridge ever. Mm. Trevor Holtzman says just being registered still counts for Chicago 2020. You didn't need to do it. Just had to be registered. Oh, that counts then. Oh, I might be legacy at this point. Cool. Cool. Um, we got some Adidas comments in the chat. We got Daniel says, like, I'm really falling for ASICs these days. I mean, ASICs comments, sorry. Um, really falling for ASICs these days. I don't, they're, they're, they're bringing it. They're bringing it. And from what I was able to see from what's coming next year, they're bringing, they're still bringing it. So it's going to be a good year for them next year. Um, and I'm really excited about not only ASICs, but like, I'm excited to go to TRE, the running event, because I feel like that's where I'll hopefully be able to see and just make some connections with some of the brands that I don't talk to as much, like Saucony and New Balance. Um, and hopefully I can talk to them a little bit more and get a sneak peek into what they're doing, even if I can't film it right away or photograph it. You know, I'd love to be able to just kind of know what's coming down the pike. Um, although if I can't film it right away, I kind of like to be surprised. But I probably would like to know. Just, I mean, it would be good to make that connection. But ASICS is, is doing really well. They had a really great weekend last weekend. Um, and Remy says, ASICS is totally getting his attention, but how about those Adidas? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's definitely, uh, when you go to Boston, I mean, from what I've seen, I've never been, but like it's Adidas, everything, right? It's, um, Adidas runs that town, which is, I feel like good, but I also feel like, I don't know, aren't both New Balance and Saucony based out of Boston? So I just feel like, I don't know, I guess like New Balance has New York. In terms of being a title shoe sponsor, but I mean, and I don't know, I don't know if Saucony's big enough to be able to be a title sponsor for. I mean, frankly, I just don't know um, for the Boston Marathon. But it's kind of like Adidas came in and souped it up. It's a good move, a really good move. Terry says, "What about Paris? It's not a major, but it is a fantastic city." Yeah, I think we talked about that before. Like, I think that'd be an easy sell for my wife to be like, "Hey, I'm gonna go run a marathon in Paris." Can you just have a couple of like panel chocolat waiting for me at the end, you know? And then I think that like my my uh, race night like carb loading will just be like um, just savory crepes, just eating savory crepes for like three or four days, savory crepes and then French fries. Just give me a cone of each. I'm walking down, just eat it like a horse out of a bucket. And I just love those. Uh, you know, I don't know. French food's so good. I just Parisian street food is so really so great. And I haven't been in a long time, so uh, I would love to go back. Mm. 
Runtime, he says, don't be afraid to ask stupid questions at the running press conference. Watch the cringeworthy 2018 Boston one. Yuki, you're Japanese. What's your favorite karaoke song? <laughs> Does someone really ask that? Oh. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I mean, like, here's the thing. Did he answer it? Because I guarantee you it's a song that no one there has ever heard of. Probably some Japanese pop song, right? Or knowing Yuki Kaoichi, it's pro- I mean, not that I know him, but like picturing that guy, the citizen runner, the guy that like still had his job for how long until he got sponsored by Yamaha Pianos. That guy, it's probably some like old timer, like crooners song, right? From like the 80s, you know, the kind that like my dad would sing. Um, in Korean, of course, not Japanese, but like that kind of song. I bet you it's that. So again, people wouldn't know it. But I don't know. That's that's pretty funny. It's pretty funny. Yeah. I mean, the main thing I want to ask is like, is, so I see you run with like so-and-so. Are they as intense like before and after the run as they look on all those YouTube videos? Like those are the kinds of things that I would, you know, like want to know. Like is someone really as scary in person as she seems on social media? Like that's the, those are the kinds of questions. Like I just want to know more about like, the from what we see on the social media side like give me like one more pull back like one more layer for me those are the kinds of questions that i want to know um you know what question i would have really wanted to answer ask if i was at the chicago marathon like elite plus press conference by the way i'm not getting invited to the the new york marathon elite press conference it's another one um a smaller one but maybe that i might be getting invited to but um like did you guys see the chicago marathon elite there was one woman Verdon, I think she's a Hanson's Brooks runner. Everyone else there is in their full like jogging outfit, you know, from their sponsor, right? Like full head to toe, like Nike windbreakers, you know, or like Asics head to toe, whatever they are. Vert is woman Verdon. I think that's her last name. She rolled up in Ufos on her feet. And I'm like, you got to watch out for that girl because she came to the elite press conference in her recovery slides. So like she knows what's up. She's going to be ready. So like that that's the, those are the questions like I want to be like tell me more about like your choice of recovery slides for the press conference today. Like that that's the kind of question that I want to ask, which I feel like everyone's going to be like stop wasting everybody's time. People will get mad at me, I think, if I do that. So I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to refrain, but I got to try to think of some more like questions that you know are natural from me but aren't going to be like, so uh, saw you were injured on Instagram two weeks ago. How's it feeling? Like, that's a, uh, that's a boring question. They've answered that like 50 times. So like, I want to ask something else. Mm. All right. Um, Noor C says, hi, Kofuzi, what's going on? Just stop by say that the Liberate Nitro and Select Velocity Nitro are on sale at Puma for 59 59 and 60 bucks and 65 bucks really 125 dollars for two shoes that's a steal that's a real good deal man thanks for the heads up on that that's a really great price i love those i'm trying to think i used them for my build-up for chicago for i did the track day was it for the i think it was for the yaso 800 day i think that's good travis long liang i'm sorry i didn't see that uh, Travis Liang says from Ben's video, I learned about the six marathon medal. Are you close to that? Or do you have this medal already? No, I'm not. I only have one. I have the Chicago marathon medal. I'm not particularly interested in chasing the six star. Um, especially because very likely in my lifetime, it'll, it'll be turned into the seven star. So like, I just, I mean, I love to, 
I love big marathon events. You know, it's kind of like the Running World Super Bowl uh, or like, you know, Comic-Con for runners. You know, that's kind of how I see it. And I'm just going to enjoy them. I'm not going to really try to chase all those stars because uh, it's just real. I think it's going to be really expensive for people to do that. Just the travel is a lot. But, um, you know, I would love to be able to have like Chicago, New York, Boston on the list. But I do also, you know, really want to r- run London and Berlin as well. Because Berlin, because lots of people from Chicago run Berlin and they talk about how flat and fast it is. So if people from Chicago are like, yo, that race was flat and fast, you know, it's flat and fast. But, um, you know, a lot of people that are, are in the kind of run community here, their fastest times are in Berlin. So, like, that's interesting to me. Although I'm starting to think that maybe. A very very flat race is not my strong suit. I don't I don't think I have the muscle endurance for one kind of like grade the entire time. I think I need not that I excel at hills, but I think I need just the change um, of elevation just to give my muscles something else to do. Um, but London, I feel like would be a super fun one. But I also feel like that one's just hard to get into. Um, it just seems pretty small. I don't know what the exact numbers are, but it always feels small. And I just don't know that many people that run it from here. So Jason says, I applied for the New York lottery for over 10 years and I've yet to get in. It's become a yearly celebration of rejection. I feel like they need to do something like Western States does. So Western States does, you get like a multiplier. So if you have submitted like two years, you get like kind of like you get like two tickets to put in. And then if it's three years, it becomes four. It's like two factorial, right? I think that's how it works. So like you, the, by the time it's like, I feel like last year uh, of all the people that I kind of talked to and asked if anyone else knew and um, kind of did a, like an informal survey, it seems like by the time you get to like eight years of not being able to get it, you got it, you know? So I feel like 10 years of not getting it is ridiculous. Although like from a statistical perspective, like, you have the same statistical chance of not getting it every year. So I guess that's statistics. (laughs) Uh, All right. Let's go down a little bit more. Um, Andrew says, Hyperion Tempo versus Endorphin Speed 2. Going to the running store soon, deciding which one to get. Uh, I don't want to confuse you, Andrew, but I don't know if they're going to have Endorphin Speed 1s, but those are on super, super discount right now. Um, And I do really like both of them. I think the Hyperion Tempo is a little bit lighter um, and might be a little bit better suited if you're going to pick that as your workout shoe than the Endorphin Speed 2 because of the fact that you've already got like the Nova Blast at home, then Nova Blast and Hyperion Tempo versus Nova Blast and Endorphin Speed 2. I don't. There, I think those two are a little bit closer to each other. The Hyperion, I think that is a little bit more different. And since you're, a lot of your running is going to be a lot shorter and faster, I think that the Hyperion Tempo might be the one. But I would say like, try them on if you're going to the store and you're going to be able to try them on um, and, and get a feel for yourself because I mean that's going to be the ultimate it's, it's up to you you're going to be running in them so you got you got to pick but know that you're going to have a good shoe if those are the shoes you're, you're choosing between but I think your speeds are a lot faster than kind of like marathon speed and half marathon speed so like the endorphin speed too might not be exactly what you're looking for so Uh, Craigie Barnes says the Cape Town Marathon in South Africa is aiming to be the seventh major. It's his home country. That's cool. I mean, yeah, I I would love to run in uh, South Africa. It looks like it would be awesome. Um, I'm surprised that we're not hearing more from 
I mean, like China's also in the running, I think, and then which makes a lot of sense to me. Uh, but uh, also, I'm surprised that like Australia's not like doesn't have their name in the ring or in the hat, or whatever the metaphor is. Because I feel like, you know, I guess it's harder because then every you know so many more people have to traverse oceans to get there because it's an island nation. But I, I just feel like you know then you're spreading people out like globally, you know. Um, or like South America, you know, I feel like no, no consideration for anywhere in South America. That's a surprise. Cause I feel like there's a really strong running community. At least I see it every year in the Chicago marathon, people coming from South America, Central America, um, those regions that show up really well, they travel well, they come, they come deep, they bring uh, crowd support and, you know, so I just feel like it's running crazy. So I, I think that would be awesome too, but. I mean, yeah, no matter where it is, I mean, I really am going to want to try to get in there for that inaugural year, for sure. But I also think everyone is going to try to get in that inaugural year. Uh, Fantastic says, hey, Kofuzi, got back into running in May and started watching your shoe reviews, then hooked on all your content. Awesome. Love your podcast for my long runs. Running my first marathon in Detroit on Sunday. Awesome. Super cool. Uh, I think Tommy runs. Are you familiar with Tommy runs? I think he's, is he running? He's been, he's been doing a countdown uh, on his Instagram. So I, I don't know if he's running or not. I'll have to check in with him, but or I don't know if he's just running it or if he's just super excited for the day. But um, yeah, I'm aware that the free press marathon is coming up. So good luck to you. You have to let us know. Come back on Monday. Let us know how it goes. We've got a couple of people racing this weekend, some big races coming up. So I'm excited to see how you guys did. Jashan Sood says, do you go to the gym? No, I don't. I mean, uh, I have a gym membership now. I was using it to go swim. But I was telling my wife yesterday that, you know, our, the gym membership is ridiculously cheap. It's not a great gym. It's export fitness. But it's like 20 bucks a month. So it's like crazy cheap. Um, but uh, I haven't been to the gym since Chicago put the indoor mask mandate back on. So I'm probably going to wait till Chicago lifts the indoor mask mandate and hopefully that'll be soon because i feel like things are um you know under control here or getting really good um or better i won't say good but better so then i'll probably get back in there uh you know dr josh has been on me about uh you know this body weight stuff that i like to do isn't enough so you know i'm thinking about it thinking about what i can do to start incorporating some more running specific strength because i do feel like in some of those struggling miles that I had in the Chicago marathon that I think it was sugar depletion for in large part, but I also feel like, you know, if I just had stronger muscles, maybe I wouldn't have had to deplete my sugars earlier in the day. So, you know, I'm coming around. I just, the thing that I have with, with being in the gym is that pretty much everything that I learned to do in the gym, you know, I, I went to high school in the nineties um, and I graduated from college in 2001 at the turn of the century. So like pretty much everything that I learned is really apparently bad for you. Almost everything that I learned. So like, you know, I'm, I'm uh, like leery of it. And I'm just like, I'm just going to stay away from some of that. Cause I don't know. I'm just going to go hurt myself. I think, but I, I, you know, that's, that's a really, uh, lazy excuse. So I know I need to like learn and figure it out. Mm. 
Melvin Yumang says, just out of curiosity, did you happen to reach out to Emily Heller since she's been home to debrief her race? So sad that she had a rough day, but she's beast mode nonetheless, and I admire you both. I, I hung out with Emily after the race on Sunday. So uh, Emily and uh, her fiance. So we got to spend a lot of time together. We went up to um, Heartbreak and had pizza and beers. Um, so it was a fun time. Uh, we talked a lot about it. Uh, I watched her uh, race recap video. So I feel like uh, that's a lot of, you know, what, um, you know, what could come out of that conversation. So I haven't reached out to her, but I do need to, because, you know, I'm trying to connect with her for Chicago, uh, for New York marathon weekend. So like, you know, we talked about it a little bit, but, um, I won't say anything cause we're, you know, we have to make some plans, but we're hoping to do some stuff. So should be fun. Tracy Smith says, I'm going to be hitting the strength hard after dealing with the hills in Boston. Nice. Nice. I feel like, you know, the thing that we all need to do is like that first week after a marathon, we need to make sure we write down all the things that we swear we're going to do for next time. And then like put it somewhere like in a cupboard or something like that, or in like your next season's clothes. So that way, once you're like have forgotten, you can like open up like your, your hoodie box, you know, or whatever you keep your, like your fall clothes and you'll be reminded, Oh yeah, I was supposed to go to the gym like three times a week. I think that's what we all need, right? Because we now it's fresh, but like we're gonna fall into our routines and forget later on. Mm. All right, Andrew says he used some good money from yard work towards some chicken leg shorts and Aeroswift half tights. Nice, hopefully they're good. Those are good. I like my chicken legs; they're nice. You know, I really wish though that chicken legs would figure out a way to put like a pocket or two. I don't. I know they're split shorts. And they're not supposed to have pockets, but I just, I mean, at least, some, you know, I just need a little something, a little something. Let me put a gel in there, you know, I don't know, but they, they do make great shorts and the Aeroswifts, I don't think they have any pockets, right? Unless they've changed that recently. I don't know. Mm. Tracy Smith. Okay. I'm writing it down now. <laughs> awesome. And you gotta, the thing is you gotta hide it, hide it somewhere that you'll find it in like a month. And you'll be like, oh, yeah, I totally forgot I was going to do that. Yeah, I think, I think it's going to work. I think it'll work. <laughs> Jason Dahl says, I'm going to spend this winter on strength training. Signed, Jason Dahl, 14 years in a row. <laughs> That's how I am about being in the gym. I, I think I say that pretty much every time. Um, yeah. I'd like to say that there's different odds on that, me actually doing that this time, but I'm prob probably not. I'm going to be realistic here. John Soa says, the post-race blues are a legit thing, though. My mom wants to run so bad this week, but my body knows it's not ready. Um, I, I did like a, not a real workout, but just got got the legs moving a little bit faster today just to kind of see how I was feeling. And um, two miles, like moderate one-mile float uh, times three. And uh, that was tough. That was tough. But I was like, you know what? Like, like I was saying, there's those things that we need to remember, you know, like it's, uh, I wanted to like remember heavy legs. Not that I don't frequently feel heavy legs, but like I wanted to like kind of just be like, all right, remember how much I struggled in the race and, you know, I wanted to be stronger than that. So like, you know, I didn't, I don't think I hurt myself out there today or did anything too much, but I was like, all right, let's use some of this fatigue towards an advantage. Now, if I didn't have another race coming up, I probably wouldn't say that. And I probably would have just been like, well, what'd you run fast for? Um, but since I got to like, you know, um, I got to try to build off of last week's run 
rather than having that be just like the dump of all like this, you know, or I guess the withdrawal of all the deposits, you know, I got to keep building interest on it, I guess, to extend the metaphor. Oh, Danny says, Danny Rowland says, chicken leg down is a foreign short with a rear pocket. Uh-oh. There we go. I like that. Dr. Josh is going to do a video on the blues. I mean, I think we need to. It's a good one. We all got it. Um, and so, like, part of it is, like, you know, I want to, like, take a little bit of a break from the running content. But I also feel like, I don't know, I got to strike while iron's hot. People have just finished running a marathon. I feel like I usually pick up a lot of subscribers this time of year because this is my big time of year for, for running content. Um, and uh, before they, like, kind of, like, pack it in for the winter, they're probably still really into running stuff. So I'm like, what 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 can I put out there? So, um, but, yeah, now is a good time, I think, to put in, get in a little bit of running content. Cuddles Ramji says hi from what's ZA? Do I what? Got a little help here, guys? Hi, Cuddles, but I don't know what ZA is. I'm afraid. Huh. John Sowa says, I've subscribed to like 20 random YouTubers since Sunday. Yeah, you know, so like like another thing is a lot of people do make videos, you know, like it, it might be their first one, might be their own, like their first and only, it might be their only, you know, but I feel like a lot of people are kind of like checking it out and trying to figure out what, um, if it will uh, be worth it for them. So I feel like I always try to encourage people to, um, when I find a lot of like the, you know, you know, 50 subscribers, 12 views, Sometimes that kind of stuff will pop up in my feed. I always look at it, subscribe, and like, and then I'll watch it. You know, I try to. My my watch later list gets long this time of year as well. Um, Terry Furlong says like, isn't SA though South Africa ZA? In the long run, says Zimbabwe. Is it? Hmm. Cool. Either way, really cool and welcome, cuddles. Mm. Rick says, fortunately, no post-Chicago Marathon booze yet, but if my runner's knee continues to bother me, that might be another story in a week or two. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, hopefully that hopefully that um, doesn't get any worse. And Cuddle's confirming it is South Africa. Sorry. I'm sorry I didn't know that. I should know that. But everyone will know that soon if, uh, if uh, Cape Town gets that seventh world major. Yeah. Mm. Stefan Cortot says, Yoko Fuzi. Yo, Stefan, thanks for coming. Mm, I, got, I don't know what that was. Something in my mouth. I don't know if it was in my coffee or what. Um, Fantastic says, Kofu's the only YouTuber I watch every video. Well, I appreciate that, but, you know, I mean, you can also spread the love. I won't, I won't be offended about that. But there's lots of great people that, make, that are making good content, and, like, I try to make sure that I don't, like, my list never gets stale. So I always try to encourage more people. I'm half Pedro says, good to see you back here. Uh, says, good afternoon, everyone. Hey, Co. one of the live streams, you talk about your favorite New Balance shoes, but didn't mention the Rebel version two. Did you change your mind on their shoes? I thought you praised them. Yeah, they're great, but I just feel like I want them to be a little bit more cushion in there. They're a little bit too low for me. I feel like though, of all the shoes, like the Zante Pursuit ended for some reason, like that was a great shoe. 
Um, but it was really low to the ground and I really liked it as kind of like a gym treadmill shoe. And I feel like for me, the rebel version two of all the shoes that new balance has said is the real like successor to the Zante pursuit. I feel like the rebel version two kind of is, um, but, um, I just think that I can't take it for like the long runs like that people, other people are doing there with the shoe. Like, I just feel like it's a really great, like, um, workout and like regular length run shoe, but like, I don't think I would want to take it for a long run, but it is great. Maybe I just need to put more miles into it. But, um, a lot of times, you know, that's the problem with non plated speed shoes is like, probably could just wear a carbon plate shoe on that day but like you know my my shoe rotation is a little bit different it it is a great shoe but when i think about new balance right now i either i'm reaching for the rc elite 2 um am thinking back nostalgically towards the fuel cell tc because i love that one or thinking about the 880 version 11 because that's also in my closet right now and i feel like i've just been gravitating towards that one a lot just because it's like it's a little bit overbuilt it's a bit of a tank but it's just kind of like set it and forget it easy miles. So I've been liking that one too. Sign on Don Armacetti says, good to see you back again. Says, uh, hey, Kofuzi, please suggest Adios Pro 2 versus Metaspeed Sky. Which one is better for my first marathon? Hmm. It's good. I mean, those are the two shoes I have a hard time picking. So I just ran two, mar- I would say just run two marathons. <laughs> um, and then run with one in the first and then the other in the second. So I ran in the Metaspeed Sky in Chicago, and then I'm gonna be running in the Adios Pro 2 uh, in December for the California International Marathon. So I like them both. I think that the Adios Pro 2 is a little bit bouncier, um, and it's just a little bit taller. So for your first one, that might be the better one to go with. Mika just ran his evening run in the Fuel Cell TC and currently contemplating getting a new pair. Do they still make them? I mean, I usually don't buy a pair of shoes twice, but like, I don't know. I wish they would update that shoe. Just make a new one. Mm. Yeah, you guys are funny. Saying he should wear one, Dr. Josh saying wear one on each foot. That would be weird. That'd be really weird. Although I feel like you could, if it was a track, you could do that. Wear the Metaspeed Sky on your left foot because that's shorter. And then the Adios Pro 2 on the right, it's a taller shoe. There you go. Then as you're rounding the turn, you know, I don't, I don't think that would really work. But that could be one way to do it. Um, Jason Dahl says, switch shoes at 13.1. Can you imagine if, um, uh, if marathons had eight stations like that? It would be like a triathlon where like there's just like a transition zone because you'd, you'd have to have it like be really like super organized to be able to do that um but yeah uh active idea says if you were banned from running what would your favorite sport be probably cycling um because that one you know there's a lot of similarities i think um, mentally between the two sports i'm kind of new to cycling but i've been really enjoying it but i feel like there's a lot of parallels there's road cycling there's gravel races are becoming really big then there's like winter riding on fat bikes there's mountain biking for trail people so like there's all like there are a lot of there's a lot of like you know the sub niches seem to like line up you know as well which is kind of funny Mm -hmm. 
Danny says, I'm hoping to come out to CIM and spectate this year. Oh, I hope so, man. It'll be fun. Uh, I think there's going to be a lot of people out there. There's a lot of people. Um, yeah, I'll have to try to put together a list. Like what I did for Chicago was I made a, a list and I screenshotted it of like my athlete tracker, you know, and then I put everyone like tagged everyone's socials as well. I'll have to think about that for CIM and start, start getting some of those lists together. You guys were telling me yesterday that a serious runner is going out there. So that'll be funny. Um, I'm going to harass him. I'm going to give him a hard time if I see him. And then, uh, yeah, Matt Chittum is going to be out there. I'll be out there. A lot of you guys will be out there. Um, my friend, I think, I'm, I think I convinced Kevin. Uh, Kevin Lara is a photographer. He was in town. I met him when we were shooting Western States uh, with Jamie. And he lives in Chico, I think. So I think, I think I convinced him to come down and just check out the weekend. So like, it'll, be, it'll be a lot of fun. Mm. Eric Hill says, do play to choose really even work for anyone running over eight minute miles? I think so. I think they do. If, and I think that, you know, I think paces is one way to look at them, but I think effort levels is the, the right way that I look at shoes. And I know it frustrates a lot of people because I'll spend an entire video talking about, I love this shoe at easy pace. It was okay at half marathon pace but I loved it at marathon pace and people will be like, well, so what numbers does that line up to? And I'm like, it doesn't matter. It lines up to your relative efforts. Uh, cause I think that except at the way edges, I think that, you know, the, the, the paces don't matter. It's the effort level. So for the vast majority of us, regular runners, effort levels matter. So if like your marathon pace is eight minute miles, you'll feel like, Ooh, I feel this shoe. There's a, um, at that eight minute mile, and I think that there is a little bit of a difference between some of the shoes. Again, now that we have so many other different carbon plated offerings, some shoes, I feel like I don't even fully take advantage of them because the carbon or the combination of the foam and carbon is really stiff. So I don't feel like I'm loading them properly. Namely, the only one that I really feel like that way is the Endorphin Pro. But um, for the most part, like, you know, I think it's about effort levels. Because if you've held a carbon fiber plate in your hands, it's not like, I'm loading a catapult from medieval times and I'm not like, I'm like really having to wait, like wrench down on something for it to like load. It's the, the, the amount of bend is um, surprisingly little in terms of a carbon fiber plate. It's just the way that it's being used that makes the difference. But, you know, I know a lot of people like to ask that question. You know, it's funny is before there were carbon plated shoes, the question people ask is, why do they even let people that run six-hour marathons even sign up for a race? So I, I don't think that's what you're saying, Eric, but it's, it's, a, it's, it's a cousin of that question. It's a, it's, I don't know. I'm going off on a tangent. I don't think your question meant anything more than what you were asking, but I, I do think that it can, depending on the person. Mm. Will Gravel says, after the bad weather in Chicago, I've heard a lot of people fibbing to Indy. Race directors over there must have been overjoyed when they saw the forecast. You know, I, I think that the Indy gets a lot of that overflow every year, no matter what. Just because even when it's a great weather year, where there's rarely really great weather years for Chicago, there's, oh, there's, the weather's always a part of the story, one way or the other. But, um, yeah, yeah, they do get a lot of that. I think they, like, if I were Indy, I would, um, 
probably raise the price of any remaining registrations like the weekend of the Chicago Marathon or like the weekend before. Daniel Naranjo says, saw you at the lakefront in Chicago Marathon. You did great, dude. Congrats. Thanks so much, Daniel. Awesome. All right, let's do one more, and then I'm going to start getting ready to pick up the kids. Um, Adventure said, my endorphin speeds help me hold my marathon pace of 9.10 for four hours. I don't think it's placebo, but I'm happy even if it is. That's cool. That's awesome, Venture. Um, yeah. I mean, the, the endorphin speed isn't a carbon-plated shoe. It's the nylon plate or plastic plate, but yeah, I mean, it's a great shoe. I just really like that shoe a lot. Uh, Linton Wong wants to know when's the next time I plan to run Houston. I don't know if it can fit into this year. I may hop in the half. Um, but again, I don't know. It's going to depend on some family vacations that, you know, we're long overdue on, um, once we can get the kids vaccinated. So, you know, hopefully I'll be back in Houston. I just don't, I just don't know when it's going to be. All right. We'll, we'll end with this one for today. Uh, Stephen Lung says first marathon coming up rc elite 2 or metaspeed there was curious reasons for not choosing the rc you're the man um for your first marathon i mean if you have options for both um i would probably i might lean towards the rc elite 2 and the reason that i picked uh the metaspeed sky over the rc elite 2 is i got to the rc elite 2 really late and so i felt like yeah, i didn't want to i didn't want to make like a last minute decision um kind of like a quarterback i don't want to like introduce a quarterback controversy at the last minute so that was part of it the rcla2 is a really great shoe and the reason why i'm kind of like maybe recommending it for you is that um i mean it's going to come down to preference but i do feel like it is a squishier shoe than the meta speed sky is so for a lot of people that's something that they're really going to prefer like mile 22 mile 23 uh later in the race when like the feet are kind of hurting I, I didn't really feel like the Metaspeed Sky were hurting me. And, you know, I felt like I'm bouncing back pretty quickly from the race um, this time. So, like, I felt like the Metaspeed Sky treated me really, really well. Um, but, you know, I can understand if, like, not everyone loves the Metaspeed Sky for the for the marathon. But it's one that I do highly recommend. But I can see an argument for the RC Lee 2 because of that squishiness. It's pretty nice. Uh, and Dermot Kearns, the Emerald Isle runner, says, RC Elite 2, especially if you like cushioning for the first marathon, you need the cushioning. Yeah, that's kind of like, you know, I'm, I'm with you, Dermot, you know. Like, if you haven't felt, ooh, my feet really are killing me at mile 23, you know, it's a surprise. It's surprising. You think your feet have hurt before. It's You're going you're gonna to be surprised. Hopefully not if you've got either the Meta Speed Sky or the RC Elite 2. But uh, I, I think, you know, Dermot helps make the point much more succinctly than I than I did. All right. I think that's going to be it for today, everybody. Tomorrow's video, I got some earbuds that I've been wearing for a long time that I've been meaning to get the review out. So that's going to finally go out tomorrow, hopefully. Um, and then I won't see you guys uh, unless I see you at the Lublon 5K tomorrow. But I won't see you guys uh, on a live stream until Monday. So have a good weekend out there, everybody, and be safe. Thanks. <laughs>